welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 149. The food was good, and it came mounted on steaming plates more than any one person could eat. So, what's in Cairo? asked Sam, with her mouth full. No idea. I got a message from my boss saying he needs me down there. What do you do? I'm an errand boy. She smiled. Well, she said, you aren't mafia, not looking like that and driving that piece of shit. Why does your car smell like bananas anyway? He shrugged, carried on eating. Sam narrowed her eyes. Maybe you're a banana smuggler, she said. You haven't asked me what I do yet. I figure you're at school. UW-Madison, where you are undoubtedly studying art history, women's studies, and probably casting your own bronzes. And you probably work in a coffee house to help cover the rent. She put down her fork, nostrils flaring, eyes wide. How the fuck did you do that? What? Now you say, no, actually, I'm studying romance languages or and ornithology. So you're saying that was a lucky guess or something? What was? She stared at him with dark eyes. You are one peculiar guy, mister. I don't know your name. They call me Shadow, he said. She twisted her mouth wryly as if she were tasting something she disliked. She stopped talking, put her head down, finished her lasagna. Do you know why it's called Egypt? asked Shadow when Sam finished eating. Down Cairo way? Yeah, it's in the delta of the Ohio and the Mississippi, like Cairo in Egypt, in the Nile Delta. That makes sense. She sat back in her chair, ordered coffee and chocolate cream pie, ran... And that's our page. So I'm in my new recording space, in temporary recording space. If there's any weird hums or clicks or whistles, well, that's me. So a quarter of the way down the page, it said that Shadow carried on eating, and it's close to carrion, and I can't help but think it means something, but I haven't really held truck with any far-out close-reading theories, or crackpot theories, as they call it on Page of the Wind, so why start now? Shadow admits that he's traveling to Cairo, but he doesn't know why he's doing so, and Sam presumes that he wouldn't be in such a shitty car if he was with the Mafia, and then posits that his car smells like bananas because he's a banana smuggler. Although I'm the only one who would ever think this, I prefer to use my valuable headcanon space to imagine she's making a penis joke. Sam confirms that she goes to University of Wisconsin-Madison. This is a state school with approximately 40,000... Nope. Approximately 44,000 students. The university was established in 1848, and the school colors are cardinal red and white. Cardinal red, one of the many possible symbolic meanings of a cardinal that we discussed briefly, was that... Cardinals might be considered messengers. Sam appeared when Shadow was dreaming, not long after he encountered a group of cardinals and one of the colors of her university is cardinal red, so obviously this means that Sam is a messenger from a higher plane of existence. Or I could be reading a bit too much into it. Huh, I do see why these crackpot theories can be so fun, though. Shadow shows off a bit of his demigod abilities here by guessing that Sam is an art history women's studies major who works at a coffee shop to help supplement her income. Or it could be just a completely just a completely lucky guess, like he says on the page. I don't honestly know for certain, but I think this is a small manifestation of his godfather's... Ugh, that was a poor choice of words. His god... Da- no, god daddy doesn't work any better, does it? But his... This is definitely, I think... This is possibly part of that uh, genetic heritage he received from his father, who is also a god... Sam is a bit put off, but then comes to the realization that she doesn't know the name of the guy she took a car ride with and shared a mural with, which I didn't consider until this reading. I don't know why, but it does seem like an odd thing. 
I know very little about their meeting has been normal up to this point, but you, you got to think to ask somebody's name, don't you? I guess maybe if you wake somebody up and they go take the longest piss in the world, maybe it's not top priority for you, but still, really strange. But we're going to get into names here a bit, moving on this page, but Sam's name is Samantha, although we don't know that yet, and she used to go by Sammy before she got sick of dotting her eyes with a smiley face, and she's had a few different names, but like Shadow, but Shadow on the page insists that they call him Shadow, not that he's named Shadow. I know I've talked about names and how they're important within the novel, and as we progress, it'll get more important when we get to part two, which is still a few dozen pages off, I think. There will be there will be a little bit more to talk about with names and such. For now, though, remember that Sam did not have a positive reaction to this name. It said she put her face down. Let me look at my book again because I've already lost it and I didn't actually write it down. Ah, twisted her mouth wryly as if she were tasting something she disliked. So not a not a super good reaction. I don't know why, I don't have an answer at this point, nor do I really honestly remember if we get an answer as the novel moves forward, but I think it just could be that she's had to see through a lot of bullshit in her young life, and so maybe she doesn't believe him, but is a little too polite to say that she doesn't. I don't know, for sure, like I said. Sam then confirms that the reason why the area in southern Illinois is known as Little Egypt, and that's because it is at the delta of the Ohio and the Mississippi, similar and different from Maddie's explanation a couple of pages ago. Another possible reason why Cairo and the surrounding areas stayed so fertile and were able to continue to grow corn when much of the rest of Illinois was unable to is due to how fertile the land would be if you're surrounded by a river delta. There's large deposits of settlement which are great for growing crops in those areas. Sam decides to end the meal with coffee and chocolate cream pie, and it's just about lunchtime for me, so I'm going to go not get that, but I'll have something. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash worldbeyondpodcast. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme song, and thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.